0: Yo, what's good? Welcome to the first uncut podcast. Uh, My name is Daniel Lawrence. Uh, I would say that some other people may know me by some other things and some other people do, but it's not enough to warrant even really mentioning. Um, What I'm going to discuss on this podcast is basically just whatever the fuck I feel like Um, not going to be super formal, uh, at least not from the outset as, as I feel my way along, um, I, I feel like organically things will just sort of um, take over and point me in the right direction as far as where to go um, in terms of structuring things and uh, having various different segments and things of that nature. And, you know, I'll always be coming up with new ideas and uh, things will stay fresh, uh, Lord willing. Um, <clears throat> got a little uh, Christianese in there early. Um, I am a believer in Christ, uh, I am a disenchanted believer in Christ, um, extremely disenchanted by the Western Church, um, just to kind of let y'all know where I'm coming from right at this very moment, um, I just had a, a fairly lengthy discussion over about the past hour, hour and a half, um, messaging back and forth with, with my homeboy uh, Low Vale, um, L-O-E-V-A-L-E, two words, um, But yeah, um, we were just discussing some issues in terms of like, um, the Western church and this whole, uh, little sub genre, uh, industry called CHH, uh, also known as Christian hip hop. Um, and it's so funny because you have to do that. You like, if you talk to somebody and you just, you know, I mean, the vast majority of people, you just drop CHH, like even Christians, they're like, you know, what are you talking about? Like, you know, um, nobody really knows what that is, um. And that, and that in itself, sort of goes to explain a lot of what my qualms with the whole um, landscape is like, um, in that in that little subgenre. Um, and I'm not gonna go railing on about a whole lot, a whole lot of stuff that, you know, I really just got a whole lot of it off my chest when I was just talking to the homie. So I'm not gonna get into a whole lot of it in depth here, at least uh, not from the outset. Um, more so what I want to do is introduce y'all to myself, um, who I am, where I come from, um, what I'm interested in, um, which isn't really a, uh, a real finite list, to be honest with you, because I'm interested in a lot of things. Uh, I'm epicurious. I would like to think that I'm a polymath, but I'm lazy as fuck, so I don't really be learning a whole lot of new shit. But um, I'm autodidactic, so if I really put my mind to something... And wanting to be good at it I mean I'll do it uh, <laughs> But um Motivation can be an issue sometimes um, I like to smoke weed uh, A lot uh, Daily uh, The good shit So you know what I mean uh, You can either judge me for that or you can applaud me for that It really doesn't make a di- uh, difference either way um, You know to, to each their own I guess um, But uh yeah i am i'm 33 years old so my age is on jesus Yee ye, on jesus fleet um i'll be 34 in december i'm a sagittarius um you might hear me mention some horoscope shit in passing if i do it's done purely tongue-in-cheek and uh ironically um a lot of times i may make jokes and they'll fly right over people's heads whether they were standing with me in person and they missed the uh they miss they miss the nonverbal cues or you know i'm pretty sure probably be even easier to happen um through a, a strictly auditory source such as a podcast uh because i do kind of have like a dry sarcasm a dry wit deadpan sort of humor you know what i mean so where sometimes i just won't let on and other times i might be over the top but um anyways man i'll be 34 in december uh my wife is actually a Sagittarius as well. Damn, we got four and a half minutes in. And I just now mentioned my wife. Shit. Shit, man. I'll never hear the end of this. Fuck. Now I'm just playing, um, but only a little bit. Just a little bit joking. But uh yeah, at least I mentioned her. But anyways, so yeah, I have a six year old daughter. My my daughter, um I don't even know if I want to say her name for y'all, man. <laughs> I don't know what kind of weirdos are gonna be listening to this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to me, blab on. That you gotta be really fucking weird, like something's wrong with you. Either that, you just cool as fuck. I guess it just all depends on how I feel about myself that day. Um, how I would view somebody that actually wants to hear what the fuck I have to say. Um, yeah. Because, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got them. And basically, now, podcasts are the same fucking way. Because everybody's got a damn podcast. Where they just spewter, uh unfiltered, unverified... Uh, <laughs> uninformed a lot of times unfortunately you know i mean just you know people going off half cock um one thing that i will very much try to do because i do i do take the responsibility uh very seriously of you know having a platform not saying that i do have one but you know we all have the internet so in a roundabout way we all do have a platform um it just depends on whether or not you actually have an audience um and for however large or small my audience will be or shall become i take the responsibility seriously that when there are serious issues and serious topics being discussed yes from time to time i'll interject humor sometimes i may if it, if it get too serious man I, there may be a whole lot of humor and it may make some people uncomfortable but at the end of the day When it comes back around I want to get down to the nuts and bolts And have a fair conversation That takes into account All sides Um, And I can get really academic When it comes to things like that Simply because I guess Because I am educated And because certain parameters And certain terminologies When it comes to um, Issues of policy And debate and the, um, you know, the greater good or the public well-being and things of that nature. Um, they, they should be they should be taken into account, for instance, um, logical fallacies. If you come at me with a logical fallacy. I'm smacking you in the face, not literally, but figuratively speaking. I'm going to smack you in the face with exactly the title and the type of fallacy that you just espoused. I'm not even gonna let you finish your sentence. I'm gonna immediately interject and I'm gonna say, uh, that's a straw man or you know what I mean? Like that's an either or fallacy. Um, Not to get off on a tangent, but I just wanna let y'all know that if you still are buying into American politics, um, you have swallowed hook, line and sinker The entire bait that they're dangling in front of you Which is an either or fallacy It's an ultimatum You're either red or blue You're either Democrat or Republican either liberal or conservative That's a podcast for another day That could be a whole podcast just right there As far as in terms of what we need to do as Americans uh, In order to change the political climate Because, you know I don't think Uh, Not not I don't think. I know that any reasonable minded, mature adult is not happy with the state of American politics, um, race relations and a whole lot of other things going on in our country right now. So, you know, I there needs to be at least a third party. If not several several more parties. But the way to go about that is as I said, I I will get to it if y'all keep listening to me. You know, if I if I get the response and listeners that makes this worthwhile, then um, you know, we'll go into things like that in different podcasts. Um, but I want to let y'all know what you're gonna get a lot of from me is you'll get a lot of theology, you'll get a lot of philosophy, um, I'll talk about social justice issues, but I'm gonna talk a whole fucking lot about sports. Just to let y'all know right now. And now y'all been listening for nine and a half minutes. And if you don't like sports at all, you're like, fuck, I really like this guy. And now here I am nine minutes into a fucking podcast. And it's like, shit, why am I even here? Right. Well, I get it. You know what I'm saying? If that's you, you can see you can head for the door right now. Um, and also, if if that's you, then you're also the type of person that's probably really in the Game of Thrones or Star Wars or fucking harry potter or some other shit like that you know it's like people either really get into shows like that or they're really into sports i, I i've kind of like found that or maybe you're like my brother-in-law um jose zuleta shout out to me colombianos hey what's up uh Lo, you listening hey anyways that's an inside joke y'all but yeah my brother jose man he listens or he watches these you know, like the crazy aliens built the pyramids type shit like that, you know, on National Geographic and different shit like that. I'm like, bro, you need to lay off the moon rocks. I mean, I thought I was smoking that good shit, but no, I mean, there's a lot of interesting shit in that stuff too. But uh, again, um, if you're not into sports, um, if you can't take, or if you are somewhat into sports, if you, even if you're not hardcore, you can still get with this podcast. But the only reason, the only way you can't get with this podcast um, is if you can't take a fucking joke, all right? If you can't, if, if, if you're gay and you can't take a gay joke. Now, look, I'm not going to be dropping racial epithets. I'm not going to be dropping um, slurs and things of that nature uh, because I believe in respecting everyone. Um, I believe in... I believe in you know a general humanism if you will Um, not to say that I believe with the secular you know I get with all the secular philosophy of humanism but you know um, just the fact that everybody needs to be loved um, I'm not even gonna go so far as to say everybody deserves to be loved because that's wild Uh, in fact most of us don't deserve to be loved (laughs) Um, that's why we need a savior oh Jesus bomb he just dropped a Jesus bomb on y'all man what y'all gonna do (laughs) head for the exits right alright so anyways um you know I'm really gonna enjoy this podcasting shit cause it's basically I'm just sitting on the bed in my bedroom right now listening to myself fucking talk and you know it's basically just an extension of of my thought life except I actually get to hear my own voice and You know, I've I haven't always heard this because people don't always have the heart or courage to say it straight to your face. But I have been told at many various times throughout the course of my life from a young age until now that I just love the sound of my own voice or that I can't shut the fuck up. And that's fine. That's great. And if that's true, then, you know, you know, maybe the people that are super harsh, with that criticism are just Jelly. just jelly because they hate the sound of their voices or you know what i'm saying or like maybe they don't have confidence to just just speak openly and freely um or maybe it's just they don't have confidence to speak openly and freely about any given subject matter i don't have that issue i'm sorry not sorry (laughs) maybe some of y'all wish i was so afflicted um you know i have enough different types of like anxieties and other like head case issues which again that's that 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 may be for another podcast this is just the intro y'all um but i have enough of those sort of things going on without like worrying about what people say about me or how they feel about me or how they perceive me or you know the limitations other people want to put on me including my wife but that's just one that I have to suck up on taking and take on the chin the rest of y'all motherfuckers I don't have to deal with that shit and that's kind of how I find myself where I am today is (sighs) excuse me damn shit just got ghetto um but that's kind of how I found myself where I am today sort of like feeling like I'm on an island um Christian rappers out there, because my mom used to, you know, rest in peace, my mother used to buy me, uh, you know, she bought me a few, like, CDs back when I was a teenager and stuff, and actually, there's a couple of them that I would still listen to to this day, so, like, they were dope, but it was just, like, so few and far between, and even the ones that were dope, they still had, like, a lot of corniness to them, you know, like, being super preachy, uh, like, didactic, I guess you could say, over-teachy, you know, kind of sort of deal. Um, And then, you know, the sonics, some of them will be, like, super corny or played out, and, like, you'll hear prior right. To see it, or you know what I mean, like, but and it was all internal. Um, but it was at that time in my life where I was just like, man, you know, I, I have, I'm, I'm gonna have this, this life, this other individual that I'm responsible for, um, and that's gonna look to me. And up to that point in my life, I was, you know, 27. Um, up to that point in my life I hadn't even been able to depend on me like I hadn't even been able to depend on myself Um, and I didn't even and to be honest with you I didn't really care about myself Um, you know so I, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to be the type of father that I wanted to be the type of father that I never had growing up Um, without my heavenly father, um, without the guidance that comes from the word of God that comes from the Bible. Now, yeah, you can get guidance a whole lot of other places and I've done heard wisdom from many sources. Things that I've experienced. Um now things I've I've experienced, you know, second and third hand in other people's lives. Yeah, that's great. You know what I'm saying? You hear those stories that's crazy rebellious streak uh i had gotten kicked out of high school and, and, and whatnot um you know they tried to send me to alternative school i was there for a while um i got sent back to the regular high school you know finally you know i stopped k- skipping class i skipped my entire freshman year y'all so i took freshman year all the way over and i'm don't get me wrong like i heard it from my mom like every single day like what is wrong with you you're blah 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 you know you piece of shit You stupid motherfucker, you're making, you know, yourself look bad. Apparently, you know, I didn't really understand it at the time, but I had this impulsive streak. And um, whether that comes from just my father's side or my father's and my mother's side, it's open to debate and it depends on which category you're applying it to, right? So when it comes to substance abuse, um, I know that my mother, you know, she did drink and smoke and stuff like that, but when she found out that she was pregnant... People don't make illegitimate claims to legitimate phenomenons. Let's get that out of the way. And that applies to everything, not just about what I'm speaking about specifically right now. But my father was abusive. He abused drugs, alcohol. I mean, whatever he could get his hands on in terms of that. Um, he abused my mother. Um, you know, and, you know, from what I can recall, he, was, he wasn't really abusive to, to us as kids because he wasn't really around like that um you know he was either on the road i guess driving trucks or out at the bar you know running around with some 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 whores you know i mean like i don't uh, you know so but um i grew up with my mom so i know she wasn't perfect um and you know i got to know my father later on in life after my mother passed away so i've gotten a better perspective on those sort of things um don't really have a whole lot of bitterness um, towards my dad, but I still have bitterness towards my mother. And see, here's the thing about abuse, y'all, is it's important to note. All right, yeah, I've told you that my father was abusive, and you're like, okay, he beat my mom. I mean, there's all types of crazy stories I could tell you as far as memories and shit. Like when I say he was abusive, it's just shit is fucking real. Like it wasn't no little like play, play, fucking lifetime m- movie abusive. Um, type six and seven because i can't remember which age he was when he started doing which uh drinking and smoking but um I, i do remember that those were the ages and um from both speaking to him and 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 my mother and another thing is is you'll hear me speak about both my parents in past tense um my father is also deceased um like i told you my mother was 2002 she passed away October that year uh, from cancer Um, she had had it Um, I think she knew it but um, by the time it finally got so excruciating that she just had to go to the hospital because my mother didn't have like insurance or like whatever she had like some Medicaid or some some crap but I don't know but my mother was also old-school and you know she's the type of person to believe you know like tea and you know like whatever (laughs) like heal anything like you know like I remember one time I busted my uh, busted my lip open or my eyebrow or something, and she wanted to take me to hospital. But I'm like, nah, but I had to go to the hospital. I had to get stitches. But there was one time when I busted my eyebrow open that she just was like, she was mad because I was at a friend's house. And they didn't take me to hospital. But basically my mom was like fucking Dr. queen Medicine Woman, all right? But she was fucking stubborn, too. She was stupid, like, you know. And that shit comes from, like, my grandfather and my uncles and them on that side. And they're just, like, you know, they were just, like, all like that. Sort of, like, you know, I don't need this shit. And, like, my mother, she kind of was, like, uh, you know, one of the she was, like, at the, she was, like, at the avant-garde of bashing, like, big pharma. Now, everybody, Now everybody nowadays talks about this shit, you know, like, big pharma and you know, the lobbyists and uh, insurance companies, all this other fuck shit, right? And it's it's true and it's real, but it's like, my mom was talking about that shit when I was like eight, dog. (laughs) My mom was like, yo, they're trying to fucking control people's minds, you know? They're just like, they're giving everybody this fucking Ritalin, you know what I mean, like, I I think she might even told me at one point, um, like, they wanted to put me on it, or my brother, like, maybe fucking both, and my mom was like, hell no, you're not putting my kids on that shit, you know, blah, 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 I'm glad she didn't, um, and maybe I do have ADHD, maybe, (laughs) you know what I mean, maybe that was the first diagnosis they were supposed to give me, before I got all these other ones, like, later on, um, You know and there's something to all those i don't mean to like speak about them dismissively um however it's important that we take everything with a grain of salt um that we do not let um anything about us uh define us who we are um whether it's your race which let me just get to race real quick all right y'all stop talking about race don't talk to me about race If you talk to me about race or you get racial with your speech, then I'm just going to assume that you are a racist and you just don't know it. Now, if you want to talk to me about something that wasn't made up, all right, if you want to talk to me about something that wasn't made up by a council of white European men and elites, and used as a construct to control and manipulate the hoi polloi, or the serfs, or all the dregs, all the 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 masses of right, basically anybody who wasn't an elite. That's what race was created for. It was literally created. Don't take my word for it. Look the shit up. I can't remember it off the top of my fucking head what the council was but of course naturally i think it was in fucking germany or some shit but anyways they wanted to keep all the different types and all the different factions and subsets um that could be you know identified easily by looking right you can judge this book by its cover and they wanted to keep all of us at each other's throats. so you know to be honest with you I don't look at a, a person that's quote unquote white and be like, oh, that's my white brother. That's my white sister. In fact, I'm much more likely to be honest with you to look at a black or brown person and be like, that's my brother. That's my sister. Because the fact of the matter is, is that I grew up dirt pouring the fucking projects in a single parent household with no fucking father figure around, a mother who is chronically depressed and did not provide for our family as she should have, but did the best she could with what she did have. I will say that for my mother. But I, I grew up like a stereotypical, right? And I say stereotypical, like a stereotypical black person or like a stereotypical brown person, like a stereotypical minority, right? So I don't really identify and relate to the stereotypical, again, the stereotypical white experience in America, which is why it was hard for me to accept my white privilege. It was like hard for me to wrap my mind around that whole fucking word privilege, because my whole entire life has been anything but fucking privilege. In fact, you can meet you can meet pretty much just about any uh, any African American person, right? From you know, like but if they grew up in the suburbs and they had two parents in their house, practically speaking, they have more privilege than I do. Especially in two thousand eighteen in America. Cause even with Trump as president, you're not we're not rewinding shit. They they you know, there may be certain people that wanna try and do that, but that's just not gonna happen. You know, we're here, we got to a certain point in our evolution as a country and as a species, and you know, the you know, there can only be so much. A lot of it is media driven. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get all Alex Jones on y'all. Trust me, it's not fucking happening. Um, there may be some moments where you think I'm I'm, 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 I'm nearing that line. Uh, but, you know, I try to stay uh, grounded in reality and what can be proven. Um, you know, not just theories that sound good like QAnon. <laughs> the fuck is that? people even get on reddit why what the fuck is reddit i'm sorry yo uh (laughs) rabbit trail rabbit trail but um yeah man i feel like i i sort of like lost my bearings on where i'm going with this um but it's basically just to get y'all a a better idea and a picture of me um if you really want to know how i identify or how I identify people or how I prefer people identify themselves uh, when it comes to, you know, hold a conversation of um, racial equality or inequality, as it were, and uh, injustice in our country. And I just want to specify, too, injustice is not something um, and police brutality are not something that uh, are, are foreign or alien to any group of people, um, you can find someone from every group of people. You know, however, however micro you want to get with it and breaking it down, you can find people that have that have been tread upon. You can find people that have been oppressed, uh, people that have been used, misused, abused, um, and uh, brutalized and um scarred and traumatized and um i'm one of those people uh you know what i mean before there was videos everywhere before um you know people was wearing hoodies for trayvon or i can't breathe shirts for eric garner or you know before freddie gray was 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 getting his spine severed by being you know tossed around in the back of a fucking paddy wagon and be more um I was getting my fucking ass beat and jumped by COs in fucking Cobb County Jail when I was 19 years old. You know what I mean? So, you know, when it comes to that whole shit, motherfuckers ain't telling me nothing. I know that the police are, are, are you know, they're about 50-50, to be honest. And that might be that might be being kind, to be honest with you. In fact, I, I, I know that's being kind based upon my uh, innumerable, <laughs> unfortunately, far too many experiences that I've had directly with law enforcement in my life. Um, Whether you're talking about police, sheriffs, um, correctional officers, whatever. Um, And it's not just the fucking white ones either. Okay, y'all. The black and Hispanic ones. Sometimes they be the biggest fucking douchebags out of all of them. And you can talk to any real nigga and they will tell you this shit. it be the black dudes and the Hispanic dudes that be the, sometimes be the biggest fucking uncle Toms because they feel like they got to fucking prove something to the white you know, to the white guys who make up the majority of these, of these, um, police forces. Now, granted, if you go to some places like New York city and different places like that, it's a little bit different because of, you know, just the demographics of the population and shit like that. And also I don't want to just make general sweeping generalizations about any group of people in, 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 in any faction or any fucking, you know, like any occupation or anything like that. But just generally speaking, yo, um, uh, but I just I just had to say that cuz you know, it's, I don't know who the fuck is going to listen to this. And you know, I don't know, you know, how many times motherfuckers have been around the block or if they just stepped off the fucking porch. Um, but you know, that is what it is. Um I prefer to deal with ethnicity. Um I don't really like talking about race and shit. You know what I mean? Like <sighs> It is what it is, man. <laughs> you know this 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 fucking these terminologies and the, these these perspectives and shit they're so fucking ingrained in our society and that's unfortunate because that's exactly what the people who created this shit they literally fabricated this shit out of fucking thin air and said white, yellow, red, black we going to call people by fucking colors like what type of shit is that dog like it's, it's, it's not that. It's tribes. And we all descended. From the same original man. So we're, we're, we're all. The progeny. And far removed offspring. Of Adam. You can argue with this shit. Academically if you want to. That's fine. I mean I went to a. You know a public. I guess quote unquote secular. Community college. Yeah, I didn't go to fucking Harvard. So what? Anyways, you know, I took Western Civ classes. I took religion classes, mythology classes, things of that nature. And no, uh, I mean, the authorities on these subjects, it's it's not really, there's really no argument to be had that the Fertile Crescent or what some call the Cradle of Life right sort of like this this general loci right there in the middle of you know sort of at the horn of africa and encompassing the mediterranean and then you know middle eastern countries along the uh along the red sea and uh in that area and you know you talk about the um i think it's the four the four rivers uh where they all uh, came together and is it present- day Samaria that in that in that area in that region I know the Tigris and Euphrates were were two of the rivers um, and the other two uh, I don't believe exist any longer and their names escape me at this time but yeah that's that's the area where you know paleontologists or you know whatever and all these people that uh, are much more qualified than I and you know, this is their specialty. This is what they do day in day out. They've all boiled it down to that that general area. Well, isn't my? Isn't that is how convenient, right? You know, especially especially if you're a Christian, or even if you're of Ibra- if you're of any uh, Abra- Abramaic religion, right? Which would be Christian uh, Christianity, Judaism, or Islam, right? Um, that's pretty convenient for you. So, so that jives with your. Uh, with your religion or your theology or your faith right whatever you want to call it i prefer faith i don't fuck with religion um that's that's man-made shit just like i don't i don't really fuck with governments like that um you know what i mean like i love my country i'm loyal to my country a traitor is the last thing that i would ever be but if you're talking to me about these motherfuckers in washington they can eat a bag of dicks you know what i mean um, all the intelligence community. Well, shit. Who do they work for? Do they work for the citizens of the country, or do they work for, you know, these these um, these empowered, truly privileged, truly corrupt and crooked um, people, if you want to call them that, reptilians? It's <laughs> like I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, but maybe I'm not. Um, but you know, the the politicians in D.C. right. It, I mean, who do, who does the NSA and CIA work for? Who 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 are they there to serve and benefit? <clears throat> Same thing with um the police, right? Serve and protect. To serve and protect who? You know what I mean? Cuz as far as I can tell, all they've ever done is serve motherfucker's warrants and protect the interests of, you know, politicians and white people. Let's be honest. White people, you know? You know, the type of white people that, like, when a black person, like, moves into their nice, like, suburban cul-de-sac and shit, they're like, oh, fuck Johnny, there goes the neighborhood. You know what I mean? And, you know, the dad, like, you know, disgruntledly, like, yanks off his his wraparound shades with the strap on, you know? You know what I'm talking about. Those type of white people. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, that's I mean, that's what the police forces are there for. They're there to make um, to make cowards feel comfortable. Well, let's just put it that way, all right. So whether it's an everyday coward or the coward in D.C. that has the everyday coward convinced that they're there to work for them on their behalf, um, the police are there to protect cowards. um, the uh, the military and um, and the intelligence agencies are 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 a little bit different because there have been many righteous people throughout the years in both the military and intelligence services who have at very great risk. And often very grave costs to themselves and their own personal interests have done things and exposed things and brought things to the light for the good of the American people um, because they had a conscience, because they could not be bought, um, because they refused to, to just tow the company line and say, oh, or stick their head in the sand and just say, I'm just doing my job. Um, you know, there's, you know, and we get to see all these documentaries nowadays about all this shit. You know what I mean? Um, like a documentary like Wormwood, um, and just you know we learn about like where all these drugs came from. All right, like you know, there's 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 basically there's basically like, you know, as far as what are considered illicit or illegal drugs, uh, in the United States today, right? So that so this this, so this does not include uh, Caffeine So you know it doesn't include like coffee Energy drinks or like that Because the shit's legal um, I'm not talking about nicotine Which is actually more addictive than heroin If y'all didn't know that Now you know um, And if you don't believe me google it That's probably how I found out Somewhere on the internet um, So it, it doesn't include those things But out of of all the rest of them, the only one, or two if you wanna get technical, and I'll get to the second one in a minute, but the only one that's actually natural and actually comes from the earth and actually can still be produced naturally while giving it an enhanced form is marijuana. Now, what do I mean by it can still be produced naturally while giving it an enhanced form? Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's not, quote unquote, natural to grow it in a greenhouse or, you know, like have a hydroponic system, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, if you're not spraying it with or inundating it with chemicals, you're feeding it nutrients, water and sunlight, um, even if the the Sunlight is technically, you know, artificially generated ultraviolet rays. This is this is still the natural process of photosynthesis that leads to plant growth. And it's a plant. And then what do you do? You just roll it up and smoke it. Or there's better ways to take it, right? Vape, edibles, blah, 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 blah. Okay? And the only other one that could even, you know, compare would be, uh, like... If you were literally working in like Colombia or Venezuela uh, on a coca farm and shit, and you're actually chewing on the coca leaf to give you energy, then, you know, that's, that's natural as well. Now, once they take that shit and they do all the shit they do to it, and it becomes this fucking powder that shows up on the streets of the United States of America, that shit is not natural. That shit is laboratory, Right. That shit is concocted. um, Full of all these adulterating chemicals. And what have you. (laughs) Um, So it just kind of helps you understand. Like who's in power. Right? When these things started showing up. In human history. Like. Who was in power. When. When. you know crack hit hard who was in power when meth hit hard who was in power right and I'm not talking about democrats or republicans I'm just saying who was in power the same motherfuckers who've always been in power um, so there, this, so, so there you go again we've talked about race population control okay thought control same thing you can control the thoughts you can control the population all right so that's what it is abortion which we'll get to later um but that is another form of population control well, i'm gonna call it what it is all right and uh it's two things it's eugenics and it's genocide it's eugenics because it's it's selectively choosing based upon whether whether people actually are cognizant of this when they make the decision or not. But it's eugenics because it disproportionately affects poorer people, right? You know, people that can afford to take care of their children, they, they're generally not prone to go out and, like, you know, have their children killed before they have a chance to escape the womb. It's, it's not what, you know... In fact, most of those people, they can actually afford... Um, the types of birth control and such where you wouldn't even have an unplanned pregnancy um, not that I'm sorry feminist y'all are going to hate me for this not that access to birth control is just some foreign far you know grasp concept um, you know I don't know about anybody else but we're, we're not rich, and my wife's always had access to, uh, to birth control, so, um, you know, to be honest, if you're 16 years old, you don't need to be having access to birth control anyways, but if you are going to be fucking, you should be able to have access to it, and um, I don't really think it's all that difficult, uh, you know. I'm not sure of the legalities of it all. And I'm sure it varies by state to state. So this is kind of deep waters and I'm kind of getting off. But, um, so we talked about race. That's, that's population control. Abortion, that's population control. Um, drugs, population control. Uh, what else? Okay. Uh, another identity, LGBTQ. This is also a form of population control. It's also a form of thought control. Um, You know, I hate to use the whole term Liberal agenda, but fuck it Hey, it's there, right? You know what I mean? If they didn't have a fucking agenda They wouldn't have a fucking party, now would they? So, um, you know, there's the liberal agenda And, hey, make no mistake about it There's the conservative agenda as well, right? The conservative agenda that's always like Blue lives matter, you know what I'm saying? Like, pro-police and shit Like, look fucking, I I get it, I guess, you know what I mean? But then again, I I don't. Um, No, I had, I've had many cousins, uh, my brother as well, served in a military. Um, I understand there's a deep connection between the military and police forces. And I understand that that, that's where that, that, that blind sort of Allegiance and sentiment of support for law enforcement comes from with a lot of people And I also understand that with most people it comes from privilege, whether it be white privilege Usually it's white privilege Um, Suburban privilege, you know, whatever the case may be Um, Naivety, being sheltered, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know Um, But, uh, you know, just sort of like believing these are all good guys and they're all there for, you know, like basically being like a fucking eight-year-old that believes every goddamn thing you're ever told in social studies class. Like, I feel like that's... I feel like that's, like, I don't know, 50% of the population? I mean, (laughs) um, specifically white people? Damn. I kind of really sound like racist towards white people, but, like, I'm not. But maybe I am. Because, uh, you know, growing up, going through school like white people were actually like the worst people to me. Yeah, like fucking black people called me cracker and shit like every day in my fucking neighborhood. But like that shit, you know, that shit made me tough and it was kind of like hazing in a way, you know what I mean? And then after I got in a few fights and and just didn't even really like whoop nobody's ass, but I just showed the willingness to stand up for my fucking self, guess what? No more fucking problems, no more problems. Motherfuckers just try you. And if you're from the hood, you know what that means. Motherfuckers are going to try you. At at fucking like 9, 10 years old, whatever age it was, when we moved into Boston Homes in Marietta, Georgia. Yeah, I know, right? Boston Homes in Marietta, Georgia. I don't fucking get it anyways either, but that that's what the fucking, you know, that was the name of my hood. That was the name of the projects, the neighborhood that I lived in under Marietta Public Housing Authority. And... You know, I ain't really understand that shit Like, that shit hurt my feelings when I was a kid Like, I'd be crying, like, these motherfuckers picking on me They call me this and third and blah 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 Um, shit I remember before we even moved into the projects When we were staying in the damn extended stay hotel In the suburban lodge and shit And I was outside, and it was me about It was me and about shit, like 10, 12 You know what I'm saying, black dudes Like, most of them was, you know, like little kids From like, I don't know, 8 to 14 You know what I'm saying, like I was probably one of the youngest kids out there And then um, And then there was a couple of adults out there too Like, you know, older black dudes And they was like And they would be like Every now and then They would be like all-time quarterbacks Shit like that If you're from the hood You know what the fuck I'm talking about But anyways I remember we was out there playing and shit And a pass I was going deep And the pass got throw up for me And like I kind of like laid out for it You know, like extended And like it just like went off my fingertips, and I couldn't make the catch, and you know, and then I was stumbling, and so then like I tripped and I slid like hand first on the heels of my palms and if you've ever done that and if you've ever done that shit on gravel, you know you 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 got fucked up, you know what I mean, but I was eight, so like I was like in pain and shit, and I don't know if i I don't even fucking know if I was crying, and i don't even really I don't even really think I was, but I started to go home, and the reason I was going home. Was so I could fucking wash my fucking hands, right? And clean the fucking dirt out of my shit. And like put some like, you know, ointment on it or something, whatever, whatever, and then go back out and play. But they didn't know that. So when I as I was walking away, everybody's like, Oh, you a bitch ass mama's boy, what you gonna do? Go home and get your sandwich, pussy, this is a man's game, you know what I'm saying? Shit like this. And I'm fucking eight years old, bruh. Like, basically just honky-ass cracker from fucking Nebraska, right? Like, I didn't know nothing, like, about this life. And so I'm, like, I'm, like, yelling back at him. I'm, like, I'm not quitting, motherfucker. I'm going to clean my hands. Fuck you, bitch. And, you know, like, by this time, I am crying because these motherfuckers are trying to play me and they're teasing me and shit, right? But more than anything... I wasn't even like sad or my feelings hurt or nothing i was fucking pissed off you dig so like i don't know if that's just something that you either have in you or you don't but like intestinal fortitude i i see just i mean just shit just like everywhere i go i mean like it mainly is on the fucking internet right just like all this shit about anti-bullying and like look i get it we're evolved you know what i mean there's no place for that shit. But when it comes to just like, you know, wanting to censor people's free speech, not having to ever hear anything that hurts your feelings, not having to ever be offended. Motherfucker, that's not a right. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's not a goddamn right. You know what I mean? You don't have the right to not be offended. You have the right to not get offended. You know what I mean? But you don't have the right to not be offended. Um. But yo, anyways that's just a little, that's just a little bit about, you know what I'm saying? My, my Genesis is like how it started, right? Playing sports, growing up in a project, single parent, um, my mother's side of the family. Again, we'll go back to the whole, like, you know, race versus uh, ethnicity um, slash heritage slash culture. Um, I believe that those three words right there are all overwhelmingly, inherently more important than a non fucking starter, a non entity, a non word, a non reality like race will ever be. It only has the power that we give it this race, right? It only has reality or, 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 you know, people say, Oh, I'm just dealing with reality. Look, it's only fucking reality because motherfuckers like you who are sheep continue to treat it as such. And continue to give into that, that dumbing down, really. It's just a gross oversimplification of humanity and, um, you know, the variety within humanity that makes humanity beautiful, not complicated, beautiful. It's only as complicated as we fucking make it, you guys. But I would encourage each and every one of you, if you don't know your DNA, get your bread up and get one of them kits and do one of them tests and shit, right? Even before they had, you know, Ancestry.com and all that shit, um, my mom made sure that I knew, uh, excuse me, not just me, um, but my my brother and sister as as well, that we knew, like, what we were made of. You know what I'm saying? Like, who came before us, like, where we came from and shit. Um, I remember my mother telling me stories about Um, you know, that she heard because she, she never had to spend a day in Louisiana. Um, my, my grandfather, Philip Lucian Flot. um, there's some history in the familial name and I'll get to that in a second. Um, he had, I think it was his fifth son, my uncle Phil and, uh, (laughs) you know, he named him after himself so he named he named the fifth one after himself because the fifth one came out not with dark hair and dark eyes as the previous four had but um came out with some some nice sandy blonde hair some fair hair and some light eyes um green eyes and um so my grandfather actually took the family then at that time figured it was as good a time as any it was a it was a golden opportunity to get out of the land of Louisiana and the bayou where where the peckerwoods and crackers that he worked on, you know, construction jobs with building uh, ships in the Gulf of Mexico, uh, ship masts um, and things of that nature. These guys that he actually worked with, they would, you know, they would be the same ones in hoods, you know, uh, on any given night whenever... Burning crosses in his yard and yelling out all this crazy shit, you know, while he's got his kids and his wife in there. And my gramps would come out with his with his shotguns busting off in the air, cussing them out, calling them out by name because he recognized their voices from when they worked together. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you're working on a construction site, especially on like a ship or something. You know you're yelling up and down here and there, like you know you you learn to recognize people's voices. Uh, especially if you do it for year after year you do it long enough um, so uh, yeah my grandson just call them out my mom always let us know that we are Creole um, on, on my mother's side and she had this little song for us um, it's like Irish Indian Creole and I can't remember the other part something like that's how you know it's real or something that's probably how I made it up but i can't remember exactly what the last part of it was but it's just like a little jingle man and my mama's like that she's very musical um pretty sure i get that from her um you know i get a little bit from my mother and my father but um you no, know, sometimes i'll be feeling like prince you dig maybe i'm just like my mother anyways y'all um My time is running short, so I'm going to get ready to wrap it up. I appreciate y'all hanging with me Um, again. If you like this, go listen to my homie, Low Vale. Go listen to some of his music. Um, L-O-E, right? One word, V-A-L-E, the other word. Um, A song I would encourage y'all to listen to. I mean, listen to all of them. Listen to whatever pops up on YouTube or SoundCloud or whatever, um, because he's on like all that. But um, the one I would encourage you all to check out is a song called False Prophets. Um, And that's a song I just listened to and I hadn't listened to in a minute, but he just reminded me of in our earlier conversation. But man, shout out low for encouraging me to do this podcast. As I told him, he was like the third person in the past few weeks that have encouraged me to do it. I've had this app sitting on my phone for about two months now. I'm just a fucking procrastinator. I just want everything to be perfect. So I just decided, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to go the opposite direction. And nothing's going to be scripted. Nothing's going to be, you know, all nice and polished and so on and so forth. So um, I just gave this to y'all. Gave y'all a little bit of a little piece of me, a little bit of my heart. Um, If there's anything else you want to check out um, as far as music, I would encourage you to maybe check out some of my old um, shittily mixed um, Christian rap and just see if you fuck with it straight from a lyrical standpoint you know what I mean like it, the artistry uh, quality might not be the greatest in terms of like sound quality and mix and mastering like I said um, and you might not mess with the content in terms of like theology and faith and religion or whatever but just in terms of like some of the shit I'm saying just you know check it out see if you fuck with it swipe LaFleur right capital S W Y P E alright one word Second word, capital L, lowercase e, capital F, L E U R. And that's the familial name. Uh, before it was Flot, it was Flow. And before it was Flow, it was Le Fleur. And then when my gramps moved, he changed the name. Hey, I'm a nigga too. One.